Coming up this week, how much would you pay for an early look at Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout? Annual Passholder Popcorn Buckets <laughs> are back, and the mayor of Los Angeles suggests that public transportation to the Hollywood sign might be a possibility. Plus, later author and historian Jim Corcus will share some secret stories of Disneyland. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 673, for the week of May 7th, 2017. The Diz Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Mulata willie Hello! Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there! And Tony Spatel. Hello! So it looks like the Mixler folks are are filling in the music when when it when the show goes out live. Uh, there's no music in it. I put that out, put that in later, and <laughs> they are humming along. All right, thanks, guys. Um, I always hear it in my head. When I do you too. Start off. <laughs> it's only been what we're such many, geeks. Eleven years or whatever that that's that music's been around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, between the two shows. Um, again, hello to our friends in Mixler. If you want to listen and chat live with us every Sunday evening, 7 p.m. Pacific, head over to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com, and search for the Disneyland edition. Uh, and of course, don't forget about the rest of the Diz Unplugged family of podcasts, the Orlando show every, um, Monday. The Orlando, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, the Dreams Unlimited travel show every Monday, the Orlando show every Tuesday. Uh, Best and the Worst of Orlando on Wednesdays, The Universal Show on Thursdays, and Diz Pop on Fridays, a busy Diz Unplugged week. And, of course, The Daily Fix every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, except Wednesdays when it's kind of late because I'm doing it. Um, and I don't know why, because I'm up already. It just, you know, I'm, I'm three hours behind everybody on the East Coast. <laughs> How was everyone's week? Did you guys get rain? It and thunder yes. today. And thunder, okay. Yeah. No, that no. Was cool. We had a gorgeous week. It went up oh, into nice. the nineties. Uh, it touched triple digits. Oh no, we were over triple at digits. one point. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then um, we got a few raindrops. We spent the day yesterday in Sonoma County with mm-hmm. friends, and then and then celebrated. Um, for, for, friends that we got to know a lot of people at the Walt Disney Family Museum and sure. one of the couples they celebrated uh, the 50th anniversary of their first date Aww. and Aww. so they had a big it was really great so everything was themed to 1967 and well, and year. they were it was is that when you were born? Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and also they met and they were going to university in in um, school in Chicago. So everything was food from Chicago, mm. hot dogs uh, and the and the Chicago style of hot dogs and roast beef sandwiches and deep dish pizza. It was all very clever. So on the way home, we got some drops of rain, but I have a feeling it just barely hit the ground. Mm. It was weird weather because like. Oh, I think it was Thursday. It was a hundred and something, but then around five o'clock, 
the wind started picking up and the wind was blowing. So it dropped like, you know, 30 degrees almost. It was really weird. Mm. And then rain this morning. So, yeah, here it was. I was in Whittier celebrating my uh, cousin's graduation, college graduation. Ooh. And we, it was, well, it's been kind of cold here this weekend. And then it rained. And then we heard thunder. We saw lightning. And then it started to hail really hard. So we kind of ran the gamut over there. That was in, in Whittier. And, I'll hear, and a cool thing about my uncle, I was talking to him. Um, he worked on the Apollo capsules. Uh, helping to build oh, them. Oh, wow. So he was telling me how Scar- Scott Carpenter, um, he he would come in and he would just say, hey, Herman, and he knew my, he knew my uncle because my uncle worked great sharp um, fixing the things that they were going to be practicing on during the daytime. This is in Downey, California. And he said there were three astronauts doing the exact same thing because they always wanted to back up in case one didn't make it. So mm-hmm. it, it was really fun talking to him today. And I was like, okay, I want to talk to my uncle some more. And so um, he, a couple, just really quickly, he has a dollar bill signed by the, by the initial astronauts. And he, they played baseball with, against the astronauts. And the, hmm. the uh, bet was if the astronauts lost, they would have to sign a baseball for all of the, the uh, mechanics and everybody else who were working on the Apollo and each one of the players would get a, an autographed baseball by the astronauts. And if the astronauts won, they still had to sign a baseball for all of the <laughs> <laughs> so, so he has a baseball that I, I, I told my God, I remember you showing that to me when we were kids and you never let us touch it. And he was like, no, and you never will. <laughs> so, nice. But I thought it was kind of cool talking to him about, you know, um, yeah. Oh, that would be that fascinating. Yeah, yeah, really cool stuff. So everyone ready for the 20th anniversary of the Diz? So excited. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I have to pack. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> I know. But yes. Yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of packing going on this summer. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Between that trip and then the D23 Expo and then our cruise. It's, like, yeah, it's just too much packing. Or Or not enough packing. I don't know. Maybe I maybe need maybe I need to travel more. Um, any housekeeping? You should just not unpack. You know uh, that's probably true. Yeah, because well, I I come home from the D twenty three Expo on what that Monday the whatever it is the seventeenth, and then we fly out for our cruise on the that Saturday the twenty second. So I may come home or I may just stay in San Diego. I don't know. And then, like, for for the 20th, I'm down in Anaheim for the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy on that Thursday and then have to turn around and go to, to Orlando right after that. So it's just, like, back-to-back, lots of back-to-back things. Yeah. So so such a rough life, uh, you know, for the <laughs> one percenters. <laughs> no, I call you a half percenter. Oh, thanks. Is that better or worse? <laughs> Well, for you, it's better. Okay, good. Right. <laughs> hey, did you see that there's water in the river? I yeah. saw that. That's very exciting. Yeah. So is that scrim down that was blocking the view? I think so. You know, right yeah. past yep. Hungry Bear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, uh, some of it at least. Like mm-hmm. the, the the back of the river is, is down, I think. Okay. Um, And then I saw that they, they moved the train that was at New Orleans Square. It's not there anymore. So you can't. 
you can't visit the train um, there at the at the station. Uh-huh. Answer, so I oh. think they're going in for repainting and yeah. refurbishing yeah, and all that now. To, they've been they've go. been exposed to the elements. Yeah, getting ready to go back online. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, well, I mean, because we're kind of we were kind of like, yeah, maybe they'll open this summer, but with with that, it kind of gives me a little bit of hope. Oh, so, okay. So Ryan says this, and Ryan in the chat says the scrim is down, but the the barrier, the dam, and the water is still there. But there is there is oh, water okay. on the backside though. So, um, they are starting to the backside of water. The new backside of water. Yes. All right. Any other housekeeping? Ooh, should we talk Guardians now or later? Oh, that's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was awesome. Who else saw it this week? I didn't, so no spoilers, please. Yeah, I, I have not exactly. seen it. Yeah, but no, I will no, tell no. you one thing to look out for that Lily noticed right away, and so did I. In Hold one on, let me scene, take off my headphones. No, 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 it's okay. Me too. In I don't trust. No, Nancy, I do not trust you as far as. I <laughs> no, it's so it's cute. Not be a spoiler. It's something you have Thanks to look for. <laughs> it's something you have to look for. There is a Lilo and Stitch scrump in one scene. What's a scrump? You know, There's, Lilo had that the, doll. That she, she made was her, her doll oh, that she made herself. Oh, right. Okay. So he is in one, in she is in one scene in Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought it was the best Easter egg ever. All right. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs okay, down? Okay, so that was my only spoiler. Thumbs up or some thumbs down? Oh, thumbs up, okay. major. And Although I heard very... Brian Harkins didn't like it. It did very well in the box office. And uh, Rhino has a has a full review there on Dispop on on YouTube. So yep, you can so go, go to Dispop. Yep, uh, love it. it. I'll read it after I see after the movie. You see it, I know. Yep. Uh, are any of the housekeeping? I do. Good, Michael. Since we've been talking about traveling, and you know, we've been talking about the D twenty three Expo that mm-hmm. that other little Disney that little, event that's little going little, on, yes. yeah. because of course the the Disunplugged, you know, twentieth anniversary Mega Meet is the big one of the season, but. Uh, if you were planning on going just on Saturday, if you do not have your tickets, I'm afraid you are out of luck. The Saturday tickets are all sold out. However, wow. you can't. Yeah. Can you imagine how crowded it's going to be there? And, I'm thinking. Uh, and but you can still get three day tickets for Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So but but the individual uh, and you can also get individual tickets for Friday and Sunday, okay. but not Saturday. Saturday is the day of the parks and resorts and the day of the live uh-huh. action. So right. That's why those are those are always the big. Plus, it's a Saturday. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also speaking of D23, mm-hmm. uh, I know a lot of people are, are members and so a lot of people join just for the D23 Expo yeah, and yeah. so they join every other year. So keep <laughs> an eye so keep an eye out for the next um D23 magazine because if you are going to Walt Disney World anytime soon or like for the Mega Meet, they are doing they have there it's Focused primarily on the world of Pandora. So if you want to find out all about all the behind the scenes, um, you know, this backstage stuff about Pandora, then keep an eye out for the D23 magazine. And they're also going to be talking about a few other things, such as the new Cars films will be in there. Uh, what 
Disneylanders, you're going to be interested in this because Walt Disney Imagineering, Steve Davison and Kim Irvine are going to take give us a first look at the return of Fantasmic and the Rivers of America. They're also going to be looking at the uh, reimagined DuckTales for Disney XD. And also the, you know, Bambi has been redone for its 75th year. And yeah, so they're going to look at what went into restoring that. And also, uh, you know, I've talked about Tyrus Wong in the past. His There's a new uh, documentary out on his life. It's going to be, I think it's next week. It's going to be at the Walt Disney Family Museum for members only. So look for that starting to make the rounds. Also in the magazine, if you've been wondering about, if you ever wanted to see the Golden Oak Ranch, where you know Disney's filmed a lot of its live-action films. You, they're going to have an article on that. They're going to talk about some popular Disney myths and how they're untrue. They're going to. It's a whole lot about film this time. Um, they're going to. They're going to have a tour of John Lasseter's office and then all the other regular features that they have. But D twenty three Gold members, you're going to get a Navi translator card, which is going to feature the Shaman of Songs. And that's the character, if you've seen the Diz Unplugged video of the Navi River Journey, and you've seen the shaman in there, this card is you can use as a language translator device, and it's going to tell you how to say words in the Navi language. So um, take a look for that, and we will see you at the Mega Meet and, of course, at the Expo. And you referred to people joining every other year. There is a free membership for D23 still, mm-hmm. isn't there? I did they? I thought they got rid of that. Oh, did I they? don't know. I'd have to okay. look and see. Never mind. I won't even talk. I won't bring it up then. <laughs> so, because there used to be a free membership that you didn't have that you could use that and get the discount, but okay, right. Never mind. I apologize for even bringing it up. You know, someone someone will bring it up on Mixler. Yeah, we'll get we'll get the true story. <laughs> um, any other housekeeping? Nancy, did you want to tell them about the pop up we went to this? Oh yeah, I was going to say, yeah, talk about that did for a you? Yeah, <laughs> that would be fun. No, were, um, were there pictures not allowed inside? Because I didn't see any pictures from inside. No, I just haven't put up my slides yet. Okay, I wanted to cool. wait till Mary Jo posted up a few pictures so I could steal some and then intersplice them okay. into my my little vid- my little all right uh, thing. Because Luella oh had gosh. better, um, she had a better camera, so she because there was a lot. It was very smoky in there. It was Foggy. it was. It was very, um, also they used a lot of red light and colored lights and stuff like that. But So we went to the Scum and Villainy Cantina event. It's a little pop-up that they that some folks did. Basically put together a little club. You go in for like a two-hour um, two window. And it's a limited attendance, so you have to get your tickets in advance. Um, and I would highly recommend dressing up. Yeah. It would it makes it so much more of an experience. I felt the people who came in cosplay when we were there really made the experience much, much better. So first off, it's not sponsored by Disney, obviously. Um, it is their goal was to create a Star Wars cantina environment. And so you arrive for the event 
check in. They give you your two drink coupon and say, or your your drink tokens. Which, if you don't want to get a an alcoholic beverage or something, you can you know save the little token as a souvenir. Um, they also give you a little um, a little you know tear off ticket to redeem at the very end to pick up your your um, souvenir merchandise, which is a souvenir gl- um, beverage glass and a pin which was cute um and so we waited outside till they gave us permission to enter and you want to describe the entrance mary joe oh you go in through a back alley it's a hollywood back alley too it's a literally a hollywood back alley it was nasty and and, um they they had a really cool um probably like a stencil maybe of han solo on the bricks where he's in carbonite against the bricks which was which was kind of cool and there was um some interesting graffiti that um if anybody knows saw my twitter they would have seen the graffiti and then you walk in um they've got a bouncer and he gives you the the wooden token like nancy said and your ticket two wooden tokens for two drinks and then you go down these steps and it has scum now the name of the cantina was scum and villainy Hmm. so you walk down the steps into the scum and villainy uh cantina you could hardly see um, because of the fog machines. And there was a really cool scum and villainy um, light. Like, you know, the Batman light that shows the Batman, but it was, so it was a, a light projection on the wall that had that. And then you went into the bar. And so when you walked in, they had these um, arced entrances to these to these booth areas that looked kind of intergalactic looking. And they had a limited number of booths around the, the the area. And then they had some tall tables with a couple of stools for people to stand. And I'd say about 100 people got in there at a time. And they played, uh, they were playing kind of. Um, it was a mix. It was, it was a, a mix it was a of mix. like. And they, they did had some the, of the cantina songs. Yeah, they did the cantina song twice during the two hour period that we were there. And there was. Um, some loud noise towards the end. So I Oh, I we were being that, attacked. That's what yeah, we figured was happening. It's just the sound. So I thought some stormtroopers would have come in. I or know. I thought they were gonna something. do something fun, but so that was a little bit anticlimactic for me. Um that they had this loud noise of being attacked and nothing happened. So we were that was a little bit confusing. Um they had three major drinks. Um I should look at my phone. One was uh blue milk type it was actually kind of like a pina colada one was was green and it was the chosen one it was a melon liqueur a melon liqueur kind of thing it was vodka melon liqueur and some other stuff and then they had the i have a bad feeling about this which was tequila blood orange and pomegranate that was that's the one that we liked better i always have a bad feeling about tequila (laughs) we liked we liked the blue milk the best at our table um so we ended up having two booths. Mary Jo and her kids all took one. And then uh, Luella and their Luella, her husband, their friends, and my husband and I took the other. And so it was kind of fun. Ours was very red light. Mary Jo's had, seemed to have a different glow on it, but ours, ours had a red light beam above it. But it was fun um, as far as that goes. Now, how, is this the food continuing for a while or is it all, It is. All you know, they actually extended it. Extended it, it. Okay. yeah. So you could so they extended it through June. Okay, so people and, could and, still and, go. 
Right. Yep. And so the, the pin that Nancy was talking about is actually a coin. If oh, you take it? your, yeah, it's a coin. And if you go back there and you show them your coin, um, instead of the, I think it was $45 to get in, it'll be $10 to get in. And if you give them the coin, then you get in for free. And where we bought tickets ahead of time, you can go from 11 p.m. to 1 in the morning, which I think would probably get more characters, we could yeah. say. Uh, and and that one is you just stand in line and they let people in as, as they go. So you won't be paying the, the cover charge, but you have to pay for your drinks, where our drinks were included. And then they had a, a bar food, like they had uh, loaded tater tots that were quite good. Oh, yeah, they were. Really were. good. Um, so quesadilla and something else. Oh, they, they had, had um they had a cheese dip had, with just yes, tortilla so. chips. Yeah. Chips Tots, and queso, they, they called And you could add uh, you could add ground beef to it and stuff. Yeah, I think so, Tom. I, I had I had I had tater tots at um we went to the local AAA baseball on Friday night and I had tater tots there. That they were they had taco tots. So like, That's kind of what these were. Yeah. These had cheese on them, and you could get chicken or ground beef. This was, or no, yeah. you'd get chicken on them. Yeah, I, I had carnitas. It was good. Carnitas would be delicious. Yeah. But anyway, that was that was basically it. What was the price? Like forty five dollars. Okay, forty nine, I think. So you, so you get the the two drinks and the souvenir. Yeah, a big souvenir glass. Okay, and cool. it was yeah. a glass veneer glass. Cool. Yeah, it's real. It's real glass. So That's now we bad. now have a set of. Yeah, we now have a set of eight scum and villainy glasses. Nice. <laughs> so that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. But um um it's it's what you bring to it. So if mm-hmm. you go, like Nancy said, if you caught like Luella cosplayed, because she has outfits and stuff that she usually wears to the marathon. So she looked really cute. Uh she was a Princess Leia, and I think her sister in law was also Princess Leia. Um it, it's not a kid environment, although there were a couple of kids who were there. I was surprised um, I thought it was twenty one and over. Yeah, but but the kids the kids were in there, and so they were pretty stoked when a stormtrooper came, and he actually had the microphone in his in his suit, so that was really cool. So we, um, the girls, we were thinking he was maybe. I'm sorry, we were thinking maybe he was a member of the 501st. We forgot to talk to him and ask when he came by our table and said hi. We forgot to ask. (laughs) That would have been pretty cool. But there were a lot of lightsabers in there. And I think if you go, I think the evening is probably more interesting where people yeah. are going to dress up. We went at 3 p.m. So it it was just kind of, a, I'll just say interesting for me to go to a bar at 3 p.m. <laughs> and leave when it's still light outside, right, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was, that was interesting. If, if you like that kind of stuff and you have a group of friends who want to go have fun in a themed cantina environment it would be cool to do very cool and they the one thing i was disappointed was that they didn't you know the staff didn't make as much of an effort as i would have expected to you know like a couple of the bartenders a couple of the gals tried uh, you know tried to do something one of the girls did more than the other one but you know they tried to do a little bit of something to give them an exotic look, but I, it, it would have been fun if they would have done more. I was expecting at least one fully costumed or, you know, some kind of cool stage makeup kind of. Yeah. Something. I expect, I expected a little bit more. I think at nighttime they do um, have more, they're more in character than during the daytime. So I felt like we got the preview yeah. version. 
All right. Any other housekeeping? All right. Over to Tony with the news. Okay. We are going to first discuss hmm. the opening of the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout premiere party Ooh. on May 26th, <laughs> one day before the attraction goes to the opens to the public. Guests can get tickets, and guests will be able to experience all six versions. Oh, that's kind of exciting. Of the new attractions are at the party. Enjoy music from a live DJ. Not so exciting. And meet their favorite <laughs> Marvel superheroes, including Black Widow, <laughs> Hawkeye, Spider-Man, and Captain America. There will also be a panel discussion, kind of exciting, with some of the Imagineers, okay, very exciting, who worked on the new attraction. And inside the animation building, you'll be able to learn how to draw one of your favorite superheroes. Oh, okay. God. Yes. You better get a good Marvel artist, though. <laughs> guests will receive a... You know, now it's interesting because I'm going to interrupt that story because you just said Marvel artist. Are they considered Imagineers? Oh, I guess they might be now, but I don't think they think of themselves as that. At least they certainly don't. Yeah, like, well, 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 where where does the line cross between Marvel cast member Imagineer? Well, Imagineer. Well, they would be more affiliated with the animators, I would think. Okay. But since they don't animate, they're still. Um, but it says there will be. There will also be a panel discussion with some of the Imagineers who worked on the new attraction. Yes. So that yeah. I'm just wondering. I'm just saying it's all getting muddy. Well, well but there are there actually. Well, there's Imagineers who worked on the attraction, but there's also like liaisons with Marvel that worked yeah. on the attraction. So they're they, liaisons, they, they, and they did the same thing. Exciting. They did the same thing, like when when. Toy Story Midway Mania was built. They brought in like liaisons between okay. Pixar and Disney to, you know, for continuity's sake. Anyway, move on. Why, this is why I'm on the pod. This is why I'm on the podcast yeah. so I can learn these things. Yes. Okay, guests will receive a fifteen dollar food and beverage voucher, a Dakota card, and a tote bag on the way out with a limited edition pin, hat, and comic book. Costume rules are relaxed for this event, so feel free to dress as your favorite superhero and pose in front of some special party only drop backdrops. The event will be held May 26th from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. And the cost is $150 for adults and children three and up. Parking is not included, but guests are able to access Disney California Adventure up to one hour before the start of the party. And tickets are now on sale. Who's got their tickets? No. The only thing that would have made this better is if you could have a drink in that Tomorrowland Sky Lounge. <laughs> 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 well actually that's that's where i'll be that night is in the Twilight yeah. sky lounge well you'll be able to watch them mm-hmm. from afar right yes maybe you even get a glimpse of the fireworks <laughs> just a, a glimpse yes a special <laughs> a, a unique view of the fireworks <laughs> that is a in lot our... of, that is a lot of money how much yes. was, how much was the the um, the Main Street Electrical yeah, Parade. 95? I think that was ninety-five. Yeah. See, if it was ninety-five, I would say maybe. Yeah. But I one hundred and fifty dollars per person. Yeah. I told Nick and Yasmin I love them, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love you. One hundred fifty dollars worth. What wasn't going to happen? No. What did you get for the Main Street Electrical Parade party? Just the. Uh, we the got pr- the. And we got those light up pins. Yeah. 
and well, no, that was just for annual pass holders. You got the lanyard, you got to oh. see the parade, and you got access to uh, lots of the attractions. All the oh, attractions okay. were open. So once once the yeah. parade was done, the park was empty, and you could ride whatever you wanted to practically. Okay, oh, well that yeah, but that makes it nice. Yeah, but that was it too. Is that we got to we got to get up close to three of the floats. Remember, we got to get yeah. up close to the train, mm-hmm. the Heat's yep. uh, Dragon, and two of the bugs, yep. and get pictures with them and stuff like that. Kind of like we did that one time for the um, Sensational Parade when it first opened, and they mm-hmm. let the annual pass holders go up to it. So, and it was cool. It was a cool party. I thought, you know, not everybody. Some people would have thought that was too expensive, but right. Because yeah, I mean, you really didn't get—you didn't really get a souvenir. You got your lanyard, your light-up lanyard, I think, right? And and mm-hmm. the eight annual pass holders got the extra button, but for the ninety-five, you just got the the light-up lanyard. All right. Well, if you if you were uh, going to this hundred fifty-dollar party, let us know. It'd be interesting to see how many people are really signing up for it. And just when you thought gondolas were only coming to Disney (laughs) World in Orlando, according to a recent interview with Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti, residents and tourists may the mayor's residents and tourists may someday get to ride. And it's L.A., so someday may get to ride a gondola up to the Hollywood sign from Arctic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) nice. That would be yeah, nice. (laughs) You Um, guys are too fun. Garcetti said that he is looking at new ways to gain access to one of the city's most famous landmarks after the recent closure of the Beechwood Drive Gateway. The gondola would go right up to the summit with visitors possibly boarding it at or near Universal Studios. I think we need to have access to the Hollywood sign both for residents and people who come here. We've got to figure out a better way that doesn't choke just choke all of the streets with a thousand tour buses. People can't get out of their own driveways. The mayor said revenue from the gondola rides could be used for traffic mitigation in neighborhoods around the Hollywood sign and for improving the park. So we will see on that one. Now, would is there a way that it can go up without going over people's homes or obscuring the yeah, view how, of mean, the where, sign? Where is it from Universal oh. Studios, expert? It would be coming up. It would be coming it's up a, the back side, not the front side of the Hollywood oh, okay. sign. Because well, Universal Studios on. is on the other side of the hill, of the Hollywood Hill. Wait, it would go from Universal? That's, That's what, what they're saying. Hmm. Okay, so they would have to actually, if it goes from Universal, so that would put it at Coangan, it would put it at Bar and Pass, basically. Um, yeah. In Burbank. So actually, um, so it well, would you, go over you, the you, Oakwood. You'd think they'd want to go from where you'd think they'd want to go from where the metro is, right? At the bottom of Universal. No, that would make sense. Why not? No, it wouldn't because it's too far over. Well, but it would. It, okay, the back side of Universal Studios is, but right between Universal and Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. where the L.A. River cuts around the back end of that property. Okay. So that is where we cut through. And so that's, that puts it Oakwood Estates, the, um, where they temporarily house, it's like a little apartment district. That's at the back corner of the whole area that cruises up. It would have to go up and behind over, um, 
over the cemetery because there is a oh my yeah, god that's i can't not believe well, no, it, there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. Okay, Warner Brothers owns like a little divot into the into the park area there. Sounds like it's a and convoluted then, so, way to get there. It's a really convoluted way to get there. I can't see how they can do it going over um, without going over at least one sections of homes by because there's a little lake up there too. So no, it wouldn't go over the it wouldn't go over that lake though. If you look at, on, at let me look Universal at Studios. Huh, wow, I I'm really started at... something. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, it's a weird, it's a weird funky. It would make more sense if it went up over Sunset Ranch and then go up the hill from Sunset Ranch. Yeah, it wouldn't go over the cemetery. It would go over some houses. That's but amazing. It would, it would be a better option than what's happening now where people are going through neighborhoods yeah. and the and people who live there can't get out of their driveways they can't park in front of their own houses because of all the tour buses and the mm-hmm. looky-loos that are going up to um take pictures of the hollywood sign and and i know because i took a tour probably about five years ago with a couple of co- of co-workers and we went on one of those tours and we went up through the neighborhood to a pretty cool spot um above the hollywood reservoir and had a really um, nice view of the sign. But it, it's just too much. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking mm-hmm. at Griffith. And, I'm and, looking with, at- and with social media the way it is today, you know, people see a picture and everybody wants to do it. Right. Right. Okay, I'm looking at I'm looking at Google Maps on this right now. And basically the back end of Universal would take it right over there's a whole lake hollywood neighborhood but there's the whole wonderville trailhead so they could actually go up there's how would you get there from okay you would go bar you would go barmble but if there's a there's a they're trying to get people from universal there's an empty there's a big giant empty ass parking lot yeah at the back entrance which is on the it's on bar it's just past the smokehouse it's on the east side of Universal Studios, off yeah, of the on my side. 101 freeway. So if you, you were to look at Universal Studios, it's on the left-hand side. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, you get off at either the Universal or the Barham Boulevard exit, You um, and then you go up Barham to the top of the hill, go over the hill into Burbank. A par- they could put a parking lot on the left-hand side, which is the enter- the back um, business entrance into Universal, where they take all the big studio trucks in and out, um, which is... But that wouldn't it's connect... It's right before you get that to Forest connect, Lawn. That wouldn't connect it to the touristy side of Universal. Correct. So. It would it would put it like right where Forest Lawn intersects yeah. with Barham, which becomes West Olive. All right. So it would go up the side of the mountain and then over across the crest of the crest of the mountain. Hmm. So if you wanted to, Tom, um, to link it on our Facebook page, uh, Ryan Ryan uh, put a link in Mixler uh, that kind of shows a couple of op- opportunities for routes that they could take to get up there. Yeah. But right. the, again, it's all conjecture at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll give you a hundred to one. It doesn't happen. Right. It's going to be very expensive, and there's going to be a lot of neighborhoods that are going to fight like heck to keep okay. it out or out from going over their yeah, property. That's California, we don't do public. That's transit. an expensive, yeah. expensive property area. 
And that's the news. Thank you, Tony. Okay. Um, going back to uh, the D23 membership, we do have an answer. Mm-hmm. There is a free D23 membership. However, you do not get the magazine uh, with that, but you do get discounts on the D23 Expo tickets. So it, if you have time before the Expo, you can do that, but make sure you plan ahead because I think you have to wait for your membership number from buying the membership before you can buy the ticket, so don't do it at the last minute. Right. Okay. You do get the D twenty three fanfare e newsletter. Okay, cool. But not, but um, not, not the, the magazine. Big, big, not not mm-hmm. the shiny new magazine. All right, time for rapid fire. I will go first because I can. Um, active, retired, and veteran U.S. military personnel with ID can receive free admission for themselves on Memorial Day weekend, May twenty seventh to the twenty ninth, at Knott's Berry Farm. Um, nice. So this is different from the normal discount because it includes uh, veterans who are not necessarily retired. Uh, usually they just ret- use, usually when they have, have things like this, it's just active or retired. Uh, so you will need to show your military ID or, uh, and I'm sure uh, people who are eligible know what this means, a DD-214, which I, I looked it up and I think it's like your discharge papers. Um, you need to show those at the gate. So it's good for one person uh, for Memorial Day weekend. Um, you can also purchase discount tickets for up to six members of your party on that day uh, at the at the ticket booth for $48 for adults, uh, $45 for kids and seniors. Um, if you are planning ahead, don't do that because you can get a better discount online. Uh, current online price is 45 so you get a better discount by buying online, but definitely if you are uh, active or retired um, or veteran of the U.S. military, you can get in for free. And Keith in the chat room has uh, confirmed it is the discharge document. So you got to have that or your military ID, and you can get into knots for free on Memorial Day weekend. Woohoo! Cool. Um, uh, Mary Jo. Okay, this is pretty fun. Okay. Annual pass holders can once again. <laughs> what well, for annual pass now holders? There's pressure. Once again, no, say that again. Now there's pressure. Now there's pressure. Yeah. Okay, annual pass holders get to once again purchase <laughs> souvenir popcorn buckets featuring Main Street electrical parade design for only fifteen dollars at the Disneyland Park Woo! while supplies last, and receive unlimited refills for just one dollar at the Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure Park. Through July 30th. So you can purchase these buckets from May 5th to June 25th. And for those of you who say, aha, I already have a Main Street Electrical Parade. Wrong. They changed the design. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. So the, well, and I've got Michael's uh, bucket. She still has oh, mine. Okay. Yep. I still have his Christmas and Halloween one, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have spots for them. <laughs> so um, the one that my, Michael's bucket has the Main Street uh, parade train with the AP insignia on it. Ooh. And the new one, yeah, this is pretty cool. It's got Goofy and Minnie and Mickey. So this one's really Ooh. pretty, Michael. I need one of those uh, too. <laughs> well, this is the one. This is yours. This is why I'm holding it in my hand. The new one has the uh, the lightning bug, um, the lightning bug with fireworks and pennants and other, looks a little bit more sparkly. Um, so that's the new design. I'm not sure what the new design is at California Adventure, but I don't know that there I, is one. There might be. Oh, so there. Well, they they did 
previously. So I know okay. that you can get these buckets at, Cal- at Disneyland and California Adventure. Um, I'm sure that somebody will be nice enough to show us the design of the one at California Adventure okay. if it is different. Um, those buckets are on sale now through June 25th. And again, they're good through July 30th. Uh, refillable buckets. Oh, so so it says be sure to watch for a new refillable bucket, popcorn bucket that's part of this offer coming soon to Disney California Adventure Park. So you you're just that good, Tom. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not out yet as, as of this article. So refillable pop, popcorn buckets are available at the Fantasyland Theater, Frontierland near Mark Twain Riverboat, Main Street USA near City Hall, Main Street USA Hub, Mickey's Toontown near Gadget's Go Coaster, New Orleans Square near Haunted Mansion, Small World Mall, and Tomorrowland near the Star Trader. Um, the refills only are available at Buena Vista Street near the Crafty Circle, Grizzly Peak near Soaring Around the World, and Paradise Pier near Mickey's Fun Wheel. Uh, they say no before you go that uh, they will be checking pass- passports, so um, lockout dates may affect admission, so you have to make sure that your passport will get you into the park. Uh, they may, if they think that something's fishy, they may require you to provide your photo ID with your passport. That did not happen to me, so it depends how busy they are. And popcorn refills are not available at the Cozy Cone Motel, <laughs> Downtown Disney, or Disneyland Resort Hotel. Because uh, they don't want you to have specialty restaurants, yeah, no, especially no, 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 popcorn either. Popcorn. Also, the pre-bag, pre-box flavored popcorns aren't included in this right. offer. You know, sometimes they have those at the... Um, uh, Hyperion Theater during their shows if they're still doing that. So. My, Michael, did you see that um, there's a new Guardians design coming to California Adventure? They somebody I I posted on the internet because they did like the the preview event at um, the El Capitan, mm-hmm. and they had popcorn buckets there, Ooh. and somebody got a close up picture of the popcorn bucket, and on the side it says Disney California Adventure. Oh, how funny! Interesting. So it's, it's I guess it's the that ones makes that are going to be the yeah. Because why not print thousands of them and just use a few for that <laughs> event? A, li- a listener contacted me and said she was at Disneyland Paris mm-hmm. and it, for their 25th anniversary, and she picked me up one of their popcorn buckets nice. for the 25th oh, anniversary. Nice. I know, isn't that sweet? So yes, so she's going to be um, getting that to me. Very cool. So yeah, very nice, very considerate. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Michael? Well, you might have heard about, oh, it's been a little over a week now, that the Disney Wonder um, went through the Panama Canal because it was on its 14-night voyage from Port Canaveral, Florida to, to San Diego. To pick me up. And, yes, to pick you up. And the best Disney cruise Carol and I ever went on nine years ago was the, the Panama Canal cruise, it was on the Magic, and it was 16 days. We called it our our Kingdom to Kingdom cruise because mm-hmm. we started out spending uh, some time at Walt Disney World and then took the cruise through the Panama Canal, became DVC members, by the way, as we were on that cruise, <laughs> and then uh, and then, um, then spent a few days at Disneyland. Well, when we were on our cruise nine years ago, they were starting to build the new lock. That was going to be lar- it was going to be able to accommodate the new larger ships because the magic barely made it through um, the existing right. lot. 
Well, the cool thing is that the new lock is open and the Disney Wonder was the very first ship to enter the Panama Canal. And so it went through the new Agua Clara locks and then it went north um, and then and then headed south through Gatun Lake. And then the and I'm going to mispronounce all of these. So I apologize to our Spanish speaking friends. And then the Culebra cut and then it passed through the new Cocoli locks and it went under the Bridge of Americas before it um, headed out into the Pacific and there's video online of this uh, the Disney Parks blog put out a video on this and a lot of the news um, programs carried this as well and as Tom mentioned uh, the Disney Wonder is going to spend its uh, summer season in Alaska and then the uh, and then um, the Baja and the Mexican Riviera and then it'll leave on October 27th and go through the Panama Canal again so and it before it goes to Galveston Texas so if you want to learn more about the Disney Wonder, you know, I bring up Cruise Travel Magazine from time to time, and I love reading it and about all the places um, I dream of going to. Well, the May-June 2017 issue of Cruise Travel has a new look at the Disney Wonder, magical makeover for a family favorite. So, Tom, you might be interested in this uh, because they go through – well, they spend a lot of time on the uh, new – the completely refurbished children and teen area, the whole Marvel Superhero Academy, which actually I want to participate in this, and then the little Oceaneer Club um, – and things like that. They talk about, of course, the, the fabulous new Frozen musical, which actually sounds interesting. And I, I this sounds really good. I like the, the use of puppets intrigues me. Then they talk about how they redid the whole atrium in Art Nouveau. And it, it of course, it sounds beautifully elegant. And anyway, but the Chihuly chandelier is gone. That's yes. the only thing that... That disappoints me, but the they have a deep, a, a new deep red crystal chandelier that um th- that is supposed to recall the flower in Ariel's hair because if you've been on the Wonder, you know Ariel is the statue in the atrium, and she's been moved. She's more centrally located now, and then they talk about the new restaurant, um, Tiana's place, which sounds absolutely wonderful. Yeah, West, um, can't it's, wait it's, to have the beignets. Yeah, it's a whole jazz club theme. Yeah, they have a photo of it. And it, it, of course, it, it's a huge party atmosphere. They have, you know, a jazz band sort of walking through there. They remind me of the Royal Street Bachelors. And, uh, and it just looks beautiful. And they talk about the, the new uh, water areas, Aqualab, things like that. Um, some of the dinner shows that are going on in there. The new, uh, the new adult areas. Uh, I would. I really want to go into the um, English pub, mm-hmm. the Crown and Fib pub, someday, um, with all the specialty beers, the British beers, things like that, and then and it and also it it has themes of like the British films Disney did, like Mary Poppins, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Anyway, and then and there's so much more. They have the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique there. They have the D Lounge for family entertainment, things like that. So um, anyway, so. Pick this up. They also have a lot of other articles in there about different destinations and things. So that's the um, Cruise Travel Magazine, May, June. Learn all about the Disney Wonder. Cool. Uh, just to clarify, Michael, uh, you said it was the first ship to go through the, the locks. It's actually the first cruise ship or the first passenger ship oh, to okay. go through the locks. So I'm sure mm-hmm. they've had like, sub, uh, you know, like 
freight and stuff go through already. Oh, I'm, this was oh first, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, this was the first. Oh, you're right. It's the first passenger yep. vessel. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Still fun to fun to go through. Um, Nancy. Okay, so you know me, mother, mom, <laughs> and mom. So anything that promotes Mother's Day is always a good thing. Um, well, you know, we talked, I guess, about how they dropped the Mother's Day brunch a long time ago. And you can go to any of the normal brunches with mom. And, and you can go to the extra special menu at Carnation Cafe and Blue Bayou and Steakhouse 55 with mom. Well, downtown Disney shopping wants you to know that mom <laughs> is still there with you. I left writing this article, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So whether you have a boy and you're a boy mom, or you have a girl and you have a, you're a girl mom, or don't forget the transgender moms out there. Yeah, go uh, go them. Um, Are we killing time here? Yeah, no. She's trying to make this. She's trying to make this special could, sound way better than they really. I are. could have read my rapid fire in the time she was hemming and on. Well, there we go. Okay, so first off, Downtown Disney wants you to know that Ride Makers is celebrating Mother's Day with you. Buy, build one car, build a second one for free. Ooh, that's the big one Tom put on mm-hmm, is the start. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Um, However, there are better specials than that. <laughs> the I California don't know how Limited, there could be. The California Limited Card is offering a buy one, get one free on handmade California jewelry. Ooh, I want me a Kelly shirt. Plus, plus, they have a special Mother's Day bundle of one necklace and one t-shirt for a special price. Ooh, Kelly, Kelly, go Kelly. Pandora. Kelly, Kelly, this one's for you, Michael. <laughs> Celebrate oh, okay. Carol's motherness and grandmotherness mm-hmm. by getting her a Tree of Hearts limited edition bangle gift set, plus other special Mother's Day bracelets and charms. Mm. A what? Now, a what? A Tree of Hearts? A Tree of Hearts. Google. I'm surprised <laughs> Carol doesn't have it on a list for you. Google that. Um, okay. Tree of Hearts limited edition bangle gift set. Um, Chapel Hats, which is one of my kind of fun favorite new stores, and any Dapper Day person's favorite store, is offering mom 15% off any single item on Mother's Day. Now, if they don't do that for Father's Day, shame on them. Right? Because there are some I will be writing a sternly worded Um, okay. Also... After that shopping, you know, you can head to Sunday Brunch at Catal, which has that lovely pre-fee menu that includes entrees like short rib hash, suckling pig, or lobster benedict. I'd be all over that lobster benedict. But here's another really cute one. Kayla's Cakes, which has those really good little macarons that we talk about every now and then. Um, and they have two kiosks, I think. One on either end. Um, or at least... I think they do. Maybe uh, not. I don't think so. No, I guess they were, they've moved down yeah, since they, they used to be on the bridge. They used to have two. They used to have the one by the by down to, uh, by uh, World of Disney, and then they had the one on the bridge until the bridge went. Um, anyway, they are offering Mom a special floral wristlet, so you Aww. can get her a nice little, little traditional Mother's Day gift, and a macaron bundle. 
So that's pretty cool. Now, because nobody's going to like write up a crap for Father's Day, I took it upon myself to come up with some recommendations. Oh, come on. Really? (laughs) Are they going to? Have they ever? I'm just saying. Maybe. Well, if yeah, ride makers. If if ride makers is for Mother Day, Mother's Day, maybe they'll have like a Vault Twenty Eight special for Father's Day. Well, actually, <laughs> or, Bil- or Build a Bear, carrying, right? There you go. They, yeah. Okay, the last time I was in there, they were carrying a I line of bench shirts. All right, fine. Which is something that they didn't used to carry. Anyway, Father's Day. Go ahead. Father's I'm, Day. A month early. Go ahead. I would recommend. Well, you know, you got to think about Father's Day. Rapid fire. Um, Yes, I know. I'm getting there. No, she's just a slow burn. <laughs> it's not a it's not a rapid fire. <laughs> I'm interested, Nancy. I'm interested. I have no problem with being interested. It's just, Tom said, it is a rapid fire. Oh, come on. Rapid fires on this show have never been rapid. Uh, uh, I think we can go back in the archives. Let's, and let's listen little, to the oh, shows when Nancy's not on. At, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, finish. Okay, so I would recommend Chapel Hats because mm-hmm. they do have some sweet fedoras in there. Um, I would also recommend a lovely, and actually lovely is not the right word for it, but they make some really comfortable loafers at Sanook. Okay. You could get a nice wallet over at um, the leather store. Oh, my God. I can't even. I ne- Fossil. I never go okay. in there. Okay. I never go into Fossil. Um, you get a nice wallet for Dad at Fossil. Or watch, you can yeah. get. Uh, and then also at D Street, they make a bunch of really awesome. Because um, that's where you get primarily your Marvel merchandise mm-hmm. and your Star Wars merchandise um, on Downtown Disney. I would recommend there. And then I would say, you know, of course, brunch at the ESPN Club. Only not brunch, but you know what I mean. You can make brunch at anything. Um, and that's, or Earl of Sandwich in Tony's and Tom's cases, Earl of Sandwich would make a lovely brunch, um, for, (laughs) oh, come on. You don't do do brunch for Father's Day. Anyway. Okay. Thank you, Nancy. Okay. Anyway, that that would be some suggestions I would have for downtown Disney shopping at Father's Day, because you know, they're not really going to put out an article on it unless they they, listen to this. I'm going to, I'm going to email them now. All right, thank you, Nancy. Okay. Tony. See, now after that, everything, it looks like I literally don't do any work, yes. but I'm just, fo- <laughs> I'm just following the directions of the boss. So in the coming weeks, guests visiting Disney's California Adventure will be able to preview scenes from Cars 3 at DCA. The preview of Cars 3 will be presented in 3D with special in-theater effects at the Bugs Life Theater starting May 12th. Um... Beginning May 26th, guess at Disney. Oh, we don't care about Disney World. All right. I mean, oh, that's yes, not the horrible. Shit. I said that. Well, we do, but that's not a Disney. No, I care. And we're going to get letters. We're get letters, Tony. I know. Well, but you know what the funny thing is? I've literally been there more in the last two years than I have Disneyland. So anyways, we don't need to go there. But so now the other people are saying I should. Anyways, beginning May 26th, if you want to go to Disney's Hollywood Studios in Orlando, you can get to do the same thing as part of the One Man's Dream attraction. Very cool. So, vroom, vroom. Um, yes. And I think theirs starts later because theirs is going in the place of pirates, and we have two available theaters, so we get ours early. You know, I should. Oh, I should try both. Yes. 
but not really. Why, but yes, I know because then it'll be done by the time I'm ready to make a review. Well, see, they don't get they don't get the 3D and the effects and or the 4D. So, can I? I know since I'm going to waste time, I'm still bitter that we don't have one man's dream. I just think we should, and it frustrates we, me that we don't. we should have something about Walt Disney in the park. I mean, I know we have a little in over at the the lobby of the opera house, right. but we should have something more. I like the fact that you. they have Carousel of Progress and One Man's Dream in Orlando frustrates me that we like both of those. I feel like are kind of tributes, right? Right. Yeah. And I right. don't have either of those, and I when yeah. I go there, that's what I go to because I want that connection. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but agree. I, think I don't know why we don't have it here. I, I agree mean, that I, we should have I, it here, but I think it's a tribute that Roy Disney did for his brother. You know, even well, though. I, I, I think that that came after he passed away because it's in um, Disney Hollywood studios. Although they did have, they did have something in, in, in the, uh, their opera house. They don't call it the opera house, but exposition hall. Um, They did have something similar there at one time. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Anything else? We're good. All right, cool. All right, uh, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.